All right, we are back. This is the Midnight 30 Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Langel. Yeah, I'm Jeremy. How's it going, man? Oh, not too bad. How good is it? It's going good. I installed, well, I did not. I got tires on my truck, new ones. That was great. There's a lot of money to spend. But my truck, I mean, I, I, whenever you get new tires on your vehicle, you feel it feels like you're driving a new vehicle. I mean, it's just it's that it's that different, and um, you know, and uh, yeah, it's, it was great. So they were getting flat all the time, and uh, within the, within a month, it was just got to the point where one was going low, and take it in to get it fixed, and like, hey, it's now you got to get you got to get new tires. So did that, and uh, that was had to be done. Just one of those things got to be done. Unnecessary evil. Uh huh. Yeah. So it was. It was great. Went to work today and had a great day at work. Um, birthday was yesterday, so my wife made me some amazing food. Um, and I didn't even text you and say happy birthday. No worries. Whenever it's your birthday, usually, uh, you, you and I both like we remember the other one's birthday closest to the same time. You know, close-ish to the time. You know. Right. So. Or yeah. Facebook will remind Yeah, them. exactly. It's like, oh, yeah. Because, like, oh, okay. I mean, I, don't, I forget my own. Sometimes. I do, too. Yeah. I, I, my wife, she's reminding me of my birthday. Because I just like, oh, yeah, it's my, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. I got Father's Day coming up uh, Sunday. So, that'll be fun. I'd like to. It's kind of an idea. I don't know if I can do it Sunday, but I want to get me some big old steaks and grill them. Because I haven't grilled in a while. I've been trying to eat less red meat, which is hard to do because I love steak but right. so I've been trying to do just a little bit less I mean there's a point I was eating steak like I mean three or four meals you know throughout the week mm. and so I mean I love steak but um, you know they say you got to kind of tone it down a little bit so I've been trying to vary it up I love chicken so I'm trying to vary it up a little bit that's what I mostly eat yeah. I'm at work it's like I'll go over to Subway and yeah. grab me yeah, so that's usually so I'm eating a lot of chicken. Uh, but man, I'll tell you what, have you ever had a turkey a turkey fillet? I love turkey. Well, occasionally. Yeah, my boys do not like turkey. Neither my wife's okay with turkey, but um, yeah, I just I really enjoy turkey. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been that's what we're up to. It's been pretty nice. It's been mighty hot over here, you know. It was ninety today, I think. Oh, is it only ninety? Well. Probably higher than that because uh, the day before last it was like 92. I think. Yeah, I heard there was a heat index supposed to be over here like 104 yeah. in the next couple days. Well, it has felt really humid. Even the air is hot. Oh, it is. I mean, my uh, my yard is has grown and we haven't had rain in almost two weeks. That just shows you how much humidity is in there. Because mm -hmm. you go outside and the water, I mean the water, the, the grass is just soaking wet. So it's just... That's how much humidity is out there. And the dew is pretty hard and cool. Oh yeah, it's, so. it's pretty uh, it's pretty rough. So yeah. How was your day at work today? What'd you do? Uh, I'll just say the usual. It was uh, pretty slow for the most part. So I just did my usual and uh, yeah, I I ruled the day. Carpe diem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I want to talk about some games I'm playing. Alright, let's hear it. Alright, so remember we talked about Sakuro. Right. Shadows Die Twice. This is made by the people that do Demon Souls, Bloodborne. I got it. Fifteen bucks I got this game. Okay. It's on sale for thirty, but I got it for fifteen. So really good deal. Um this company they came out and said that this game was going to be a new Tenshu game. Remember Tenshu? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it was going to be a new Tenshu game. And as you're playing it, you're here thinking, this is a, this is like a Tenshu game. <clears throat> um, so, it's very, and you love, like, you know, the, the, the Asian culture. You like that stuff. I think this would be totally up your alley. Um, and it's with, you know, the Bloodborne and Demon Souls. Uh, fighting is you'll be very used to it if you're a Demon Souls uh, Bloodborne but there is something that's a little different um, the big thing is is that it still wants you to be very aggressive you have to be aggressive in this game 
and you want to not just block blows but parry it so that way you can get another blow back and there's this deal it's a stance meter so every enemy has a stance meter and so do you so you have a stance and then if that stance meter gets broke which by basically getting hit so many times while blocking you will um, kind of like a stamina meter basically where you <clears throat> get hit so many times and you fall down and you're susceptible to get hit well the enemies have the same thing um, it is a very pretty game uh, the stealth kills in the game are so great you want to stealth kill in this game like it is you can go full bore aggressive but you stealth kill you're gonna be you're gonna be loving life and apparently there's a deal and I haven't died yet to have this happen I mean I've died but there's a certain whenever you die and it's it's a little bit specific on when you die but people in the world will get this thing called dragon rot and it will affect the npcs in the world so the more you die it affects the people in the world so that's something that's kind of neat um so you do that but you have this grappling hook and that is nice you can slingshot almost anywhere you see somebody following you slingshot and you're away from them. It's very, very nice. Uh, you have this prosthetic arm, uh, and you get to upgrade it. I've not upgraded. I've not upgraded my person at all. I've played this game about an hour, and uh, I mean, it is. Is imagine if you took you know Tenchu, and the people that you know whenever they do the game Tenchu. Just imagine the people that do Bloodborne and Demon Souls are like, oh, I'm going to make a game, but I'm gonna make a Tenchu game. Okay, and this is it. I mean, this is basically it. Um, it is, uh, it's very good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I think you'd really enjoy it. I really do. Now, are you rogue or are you serving a certain lord? You're going to find your master, and that's about all I know. Yeah, so you are you are going to find your master to help him, <clears throat> to save him apparently. Um, now, to you know, to what degree of what that means, I don't know. I guess it's kind of a, you find out as you go, like a yep. bloodborne talk to NPC. It is, know. and I don't listen to it very much. I don't. I just click, 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 so I can just level up the character. You know, just get to the action. I pay attention to the story very little. Um, but it is a very, very, very cool game. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. So, give it a shot. It's, it's, it's going good. Um, I'm also playing Outriders, still. Outriders is just this bombastic game. Uh, you know, okay, so um, talk about, if you would like, talk about your favorite parts of Gears of War. Hmm. Let's see here. Uh, I don't know. I think it's mostly the, uh, the kill moves with the chains. Yeah. They were so great. Yeah. So in this, you have over the camera, like Gears of War. Um, <clears throat> every time you go to kill a boss, you do a little, like, kill move at the end. You have to, like, do this. You know, you go to push X, and it camera zooms in, and you shoot them or cut their head off, which is reminiscent of Gears of War a little bit. The, uh, this game is <clears throat> very much, we talked about it before, but I keep on playing it. Um, imagine if Gears of War and like a looter, like you, know, you kill like, you know, like a looter shooter, um, Borderlands or uh, even like, you know, Fallout or something like that. You know, you kill people, you get their loot, you know, and you can make better weapons and craft. So imagine that system mixed with the Gears of War over the shoulder and you have these superpowers, you can control fire, um, uh, you can be one that's really fast, you can be somebody that's really strong, and you find these legendary weapons and you just continue to level up your character, that's what Outriders is, I mean, that's it. And it's, it's a very fun game, but it is very, very hard. I'm talking very, 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 very hard. Uh, <clears throat> I've died. I don't know how many times just playing it regular. I mean, it's just, it, it's a pretty brutal game. You want to play it uh, with friends, but I don't have any friends. Uh, so, 
and then I had to play it, so um, I've just been <clears throat> going at it solo. And uh, it is a very good game. I mean, I highly recommend it. If you're if you're into that stuff, uh, you know, you and I, we love the the Gears of War, you know. So. Oh, yeah, we waited in line for those games. Where oh, we, yeah. The release dates. But that was like the early 2000s, yeah. too. So. Yeah, that's whenever we, uh, we could... <laughs> We didn't have as we we didn't have as many responsibilities. We just had work, right? You know, just we just work and making money for ourselves, and that was it. Yeah, we, we had a lot to uh, splurge on. Yep, so. yep, yep. It's just oh yeah, I got this is all I got to do. Just spend money on me, and uh, you know we could stay up till four o'clock in the morning to get two hours of sleep and still go to work. Unfortunately, I, I still do that, but I also work second shift. So, so you kind of yeah, yeah, a little bit of luxury there. Yeah. I also, though, I, I can't sleep like yeah. at all. Like yeah. it takes me forever. To get to sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why, but eh. you've been that way forever since I've known you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I think that's <laughs> some people. They're just they're a little bit wired, like the most. Sure. Yeah. I'm I'm a night owl. I really am. But uh, as I've got older in the years, I've kind of felt myself start to get more tired earlier in the day, um, especially at night. So. But yeah, um, let me ask you a question. I wanted to have a little discussion about this. Uh, oh, real quick, Dead by Daylight has a new DLC. Do you know who they added? They added. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. He looks really mm. cool. Mm. I still think they should do Jeepers Creepers. Right, because uh, it would make more sense if they used Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Because now it's just they seem to be using horror icons from games if they're using Nemesis and, and it seems like slasher movies is what yep, yep. the theme is supposed to be. It's a money grab. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I mean, it looks great. He looks fantastic. I haven't bought him uh, and I don't know if I will, but I, I did play some Dead by Daylight, just hop on there. Man, I still love playing as a killer in that game. I love it and man, people get so mad. But I do love playing as the killer in that game because people get so mad. Even if you as the killer do terrible, and I, most of the time I do terrible. But, um, well, I don't say that. That's not true. Sometimes I just do pretty dang good. I really do. I think I'm pretty good at the game. And I still get people get so mad. Yeah, I, I used to read forums where people would have complaints about that. Just like um, the, the Jason game, they had a lot of oh, problems. Yeah. Because whenever they get ready to escape in the car, a person will like, if they wanted to troll, they would back the car up and just let Jason come and take them all one by one. And I thought that was the funniest thing I ever heard. And people were like getting upset about it. Like, yeah, I'm just thinking it's just a game. It's man. just a game. Like, why not? I mean, this is it's, well, you're what? in it for fun. Yeah, exactly. Who cares about the achievement? Exactly. You're just here going, okay. You you're playing it. I mean, you've 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 had fun playing this medium. <clears throat> you're interacting with people. And I mean, you know, I can understand getting frustrated, I'm like, oh man, it was such a good time, all oh, this happened. You know, I wouldn't get, I don't get mad. I mean, I'm, I, I do not recall a time in my life where I got so mad at anybody online playing a video game. I, I do not. I just, it, it doesn't click. I played Call of Duty, and I still play some Call of Duty, but I remember just playing it and just being like so frustrated that I would just be thinking, man, I'm never gonna be good at this game because people are so good, so they're killing me all the time. There's that, but I never got so mad that I would rant and rave and just, I mean, there's some people who just get so berserk and I don't get it. Uh, I guess they, uh, they take it just a little bit seriously. Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about uh, games that take out their single player and have it just be multiplayer, but still charge the same premium price? for a video game. What do you think about that? Uh, as somebody who <clears throat> prefers single player console type stuff, I would not even waste my money on that because yeah. what was it? Uh, that one game where the only way to play it, uh, something fall, where you fall from the sky and you're in a mech and then you're oh like, titanfall titanfall i that's why i didn't like it because they had no single player you had to be online you yep. had to be facing off against other people and i thought well why don't they make a campaign for it because titanfall 2 they did but the first one they did not and you have to be connected <laughs> to the internet to play yep. i thought that was so yep. ridiculous yep i agree and i liked the first titanfall game i did 
Um, but I had, I had internet. But the one thing I hated about that game was if I want you, you do play through the story because there is a story mode. But the story mode is basically you are playing multiplayer games while the story is being told to you through these cutscenes and you know, like you have a mission to destroy this thing. Well, if you're on the good guy side, your job is to go destroy that thing. You're on the bad guy side, your job is to stop the bad guys. Okay. But like I said, you had to be online and you could not ever, ever pick what mission you wanted to do. You just had to be like, I hope I get the next one. Well, that's one thing I didn't like about it because let's say the internet goes out due to weather or something. Yep, yep, Some which other happens. You have a lot of downtime and you want to play it, but you can't because you have to be committed. Yep, and that happens a lot here. Yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, our internet is fairly um, consistent, but still, there's times that it doesn't quite work right. And I feel like we're too dependent on the internet, I really do. Yeah, I miss the days of just like the Super NES and NES. Buy the game, you open the cartridge, you got that new game smell, you look at the manual, you look at the manual as you're riding home with your parents in the back seat, you're like, oh. And you had to buy a special book. To yes! Buy stuff, and like, and that's like, and that's whenever you really like, I didn't get that for all the games, but if I really loved the game or I really wanted to get everything out of it, I'd buy the strategy guide. And I got to the point where I started buying strategy guides and spending a stupid dumb amount of money on that stuff. You know, getting the collector's edition and all that stuff for all that. But then I would sell it on, you know, sell it to people like, you know, collectors and make a little money on it. Um, so that was something fun I did for a while, but, um, you know, that's whenever I was like an adult. But um, as a kid, I remember the, the strategy guides. Oh, I remember buying this game called Forsaken. And it was just, you were on these, uh, basically futuristic hover bikes and you go through these these levels you're on this hover bike and it's got these you know lasers and guns and you just are going around killing the bad guys and love the game but the the, the commercial was great to the hat it was the called future, it's forsaken the future is forsaken i just remember how goofy that was. oh yeah it's like oh that was great and yep do you remember the old spyro playstation yeah. one commercial where oh, yeah. the snowman was talking mm -hmm. To a camera, just like the Blair Witch Project. Yes. And then he's talking about Spyro's out there. He's coming to get me. And then you see flames, and you hear him screaming. And I just thought that was so. Oh yeah. Bad. You yeah. don't see commercials like that. No, you don't. And I'm, I, uh, I really, yeah, I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I miss the old days of just buying a game, plugging it in. I do. And I remember whenever we, we had that, and they would send games with our disc. You know, and they had updates, and that was wild. You're like, whoa, it updated, what's different? And now, the game you buy today can be a totally different game in a year via the internet. You know, it's just changing it, which is pretty cool because you can have a game that's crap and they fix it within a year and it's a totally new game and different, and you basically didn't pay anything. I mean, you're, you're paying your internet fees, but it's a whole new game. So that's cool about it, but it makes the companies not they can create a game that's not possibly can create a game and then if it's not doing well they can totally fix it <clears throat> and that's good to fix it but yet they i feel like they don't have to put as much time and effort at the beginning personally i don't know i mean i've never created a game right but the reason i'm asking about this game you know with a, with a, out of campaign okay you know the battlefield games you ever heard of those yeah okay there's a new battlefield game coming out called battlefield 2040 no 2032 you're still making those oh yeah no it's called 2042 I believe, let me look it up real quick just to make sure that I'm saying it correctly. But I am pretty sure, yeah, Battlefield 2042. And this game, they are getting rid of all the single player, which the Battlefield single player games, they're not my favorite, but they try to do something different. They try to be historically accurate and respectful of, you know, historical events, even though they totally are incredibly incorrect on their historical events and are, you could make the argument rather disrespectful towards it because just how <laughs> right. just because how bad you're here going you're like dude you really just made it towards this little 10 year old girl took on i'm not kidding you 10 year old girl took on the whole german army and won how is that historically accurate it just doesn't you know it's, it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's like it didn't happen that didn't happen sorry this little 10 year old girl did not take down hitler didn't happen sorry um so 
but the, I, I do appreciate what they try to do because some of their games are okay. Um, I'm not a huge Battlefield fan. I'll buy them whenever they're really cheap. So I buy Battlefield 5, the deluxe edition for like, it's usually like a hundred bucks. I bought it for, the, the, the regular edition was seven, seven fifty. $7.50. Okay, I was gonna say, no. I was like, No, $7.50. The deluxe edition was 12, so I got the deluxe edition for 12 because it had all the extra stuff that came out. So $12, $100 game. So I'm playing, I'm like, oh, okay, it's fine. So then I get this notification, there's a new Battlefield called Battlefield 2042, and it's in the future. I'm like, that sounds neat. So I watched the trailer. The trailers, there's no gameplay, but it talks about destructive environments. There's all this cool stuff that you can do. Well, I look up online and it says, hey, pre-order it. The pre-order, this is a digital copy, not a physical copy. Digital copy, okay? Now, you can pre-order a physical one, you know, and I don't know how much it, there might be a, a, a deluxe physical one. I'm sure there is. So, but this is a deluxe digital one. Take a guess how much it was. Uh, any? $120. How is that not similar to, like, Fallout Vault 86? Right? And there is no single player in this game. None. They have taken it out. It is gone. I don't think that's right. And people should not give them money. I'm sorry, but don't spend, be smart with your money. I mean, everybody in this world has made purchases that's like, oh, I have buyer's remorse. I get it, we've all done that. Right. I understand. I'm, I'm, I have done it. I hope and pray not to do it, but I'm sure I will do it again one day. I mean, it, just, it happens, okay? Um, but I think a lot of these games, people have buyer's remorse a lot with this stuff. And this right here, don't do it. Do not give these guys $120. Now this is the deluxe version. This has all the upcoming DLC. You know, the regular edition is gonna cost like 70 or 60. So that's the regular edition, just the regular, still no campaign. But the deluxe, it has all the upcoming DLC for the year, but that still doesn't, that still means there are gonna be other things coming up that you have to pay for. I mean, what do you, I'm just here going like, what, how do you justify Spinning that, that is two tanks, no, no, that's that's three tanks of gas in my truck. A little over three tanks, actually, because now, I mean, filling up my truck with gas is like a little over 40 bucks. So, I mean, you got, I mean, you know, it's like three, a little over 40 bucks, that's, yeah, so 120 bucks, yeah, so three tanks of gas in my truck. That's water and electric to me. <laughs> well, that is a, dude, that is, that is two, about two water bills for me. Mm -hmm. That is about two water bills. And you're just here going like, dude, I mean, what? where is this, where are you getting this? I mean, that's that's groceries. You know, that's me going to Walmart. That's having enough to eat on a month for right there, so. Oh, sure. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't get how people can, can do that, but again, I've threw money at stuff, and I'm like, okay, this it's, it's stupid. I did that, but I could, I could. I, you look at it like, oh, it's shiny and cool. That's, oh, it's it's big and it's it's flashy. Okay, it's it's totally dumb. Yes, you shouldn't have bought that four wheeler, but I get why you did it. Cause man, that is cool. That's neat. I mean, look, that's four wheel drive. Wow. I mean, that goes that fast. That motorcycle goes really fast. That's cool. On um, that truck. Geez, it costs more than your house. That's a stupid idea. <laughs> but I, you look at the truck going, but yeah, the truck is nice. I see why you'd fall for that. You know, you're looking at it going, okay, you don't want to condone the behavior, but you're like, all right, I see why you'd fall for that. You know? Right. Um, this one, I don't know how you're falling for it. I don't know how or why. I don't, 120 bucks to play this game. And like you said, no internet. Hey, you got a 120 buck game you bought. Internet goes out. Well, you can't play your $120 game. You forgot to pay your internet. Yeah! Game. You forgot to play it. Or, you know what? There's a big storm. You can't play it tonight. Sorry. But I had off tonight. I want to do that. Well, sorry. Well, your connection's slow because of the weather, so. Yep. This is how it is. I'm here going, why would you put that money in there for all these different variables to make your, your um, time not fun? Like, why do you think people do this? Like, just why? The high of the buy, that's why. What do you, what do you mean high of the buy? What do you mean? Um, you ever see somebody who goes out, like, shopping for stuff they don't need? Mm. 
Like, for example, uh, people like a thrift stores or rummage sale. Yeah. They're really inside. Yeah, it. yeah. Like, okay, you found this. Look at this great deal I had. Yeah. But you didn't need it. And then they end up with all this stuff. Yep. And then afterwards, they're just kind of like, huh, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to wear any of this, but at least yep. I Yep. Yep. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it makes them feel like, uh, I, I don't know, it's probably a bad analogy that they're, they got something in case they need it, but at the same time, it's like they got multiples of something. Yeah. My wife, one time, uh, she talked about how she bought this deviled egg. She, my, I love my wife. She's very competitive. And she was on eBay. And I kind of do this on eBay. And I'll tell you on myself here in a moment. I got this deal on eBay where um, she was uh, bidding on these deviled egg holders. They're specific holders for deviled eggs. My wife, she said, She's, she's made deviled eggs, but she's not gonna. She's not somebody that makes deviled eggs enough to warn it. Well, she's looking at it, she's like, yeah, I'll bid on it. Well, then somebody else bid. <clears throat> and she's here going, I'm not gonna lose on this, I'm gonna win. So she bid on this and she won that bid and she's got this deviled egg, you know, holder. And she said, I'm never gonna use it, you know, but I wanted to win, you know, and buy it. And I'm like, I think it's hilarious. Uh, but, I mean, I love buying books on eBay because I can get books on eBay dirt cheap. I mean, a book that's been on there for two years and they're not selling, you can offer them two bucks and they're like, okay. So, I mean, I love buying books on eBay. Love well, I can see that. Although I hate the fact that, well, I remember one time I had you buy a classic pair of pants for yep, me. Yep, yep. And the moment that you put it in, like, what was it, less than a minute later, they actually just bought them. Yep, I remember that, yep. And I was just like, man, that's yep. kind of it is, but it, that's kind of the, the, well, the high of the buy, like you said. Um, but I love the ones where they have books, especially books. I don't know why I do it on books, but well, that's really the only thing I buy on eBay. Um, but they have a deal where it's like make an offer. So they'll have a book for $80, I'll offer them 40 I think it's 80 bucks, I'll offer them half. How often do they? Um, more than what you'd think. I've had a lot of people take the offer I've even offered less just to be totally stupid. You know, like, I mean, there was one time I got, well, I bought a Nintendo Wii, uh, Wii a Switch. And I can't remember exactly this, the, name, the, the amount, but it was for this charity. And they had on eBay, they were selling a Switch. I kind of wanted Nintendo Switch, but I, you know, I'm always going to look for a deal, you know, just because you need to, because that's smart. So, admitting, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm here going, hey, I'm going to buy this. You know, if I can pay a cheaper price and still get the same thing, I'm going to do it. You know, if, I, if I'm patient, I'm going to get the same thing or better and pay less money, I'm going to do that. That's that's part of adulting. Adulting is waiting for that thing you want at the right time so it doesn't put your family in a bind. So this Nintendo Switch, I made an offer on it. They were selling it for like $300. I offered them a hundred and, oh gosh, I think I offered them like 175 And so then they said, how about 190 I said, okay, and they were selling them for 300 bucks. And I was like, yeah, so it was great. And brand new, you know, I mean, it works fine. So, you know, I've had a lot of success with just lowballing on that stuff. I mean, I do all the time. And now I've had some people get really mad, which I enjoy, but they just send me this text message. You know, I'm here going, you can just like, you offer somebody this, they're selling this item on eBay. Like there's this guy that's selling this Clyde Barker book for $600. He's never going to sell it. So about every couple months, I'll offer to buy it from him. For the first time I did offer him $20 just to be stupid, and he didn't say anything. But then I've offered him 50, you know, I even offered him 100 one time, just to see if he'd budge. No, he wouldn't. But I've had people message me, why would you ever offer this? You don't know how eBay works. I mean, just mad, mad, mad. So I just comment, you can just push the reject button instead of type me a huge long email. Just sit reject. You don't have to get mad about it. I've said that numerous times. I've never had anybody reply back because I'm here going, you can just push this button that says reject. Let's do it. I sell stuff on eBay all the time and I've had people lowball me. I'm like, no, I won't, I won't accept that. Okay. But it is it is a lot of fun. I'm the complete opposite. If I like see something for an obscene amount of money, 
I almost want to send them a message saying, are you aware that we're about to enter a global recession right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Sure, sure. <laughs> are you retiring? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's some of these that, uh, that do that, and uh, you're looking at just going, all right, man. Okay, but uh, yeah, I've had some great, some great success. I've got all, I got all the Stephen King uh, Dark Tower series, and um, you buy the whole thing in a nice hardcover box set, you would pay a well over a hundred. I mean, well over a hundred. And a paperback set you can buy for like you know, app. It's not as good a version, but there's some cheaper publishers. Kind of like whenever they had the uh, the Green Mile box set, it was all the little. Things yeah, yeah. Which that things. that's the paperbacks actually. I have that set, and that's actually hard to find now because really? that's how it was originally released. Uh-huh. I wonder if my dad still has. Yeah, that. I have. That's that. where I read when I was like. Uh huh. I have. I have the. Um, I believe I have all the Green Miles, but that's how it was originally released. Um, but uh, I know that I've got all of the all of the, that for. I mean, I paid. Oh, fifty dollars, and that was just because I bought each book separate. I paid less than fifty. I guarantee you, I did. I think it was like, don't, I don't even think it was forty bucks. But you know, one book here, five dollars. Another book here, ten. Another book here, dollar fifty. Just you know, in great shape. That's the way to do it. You know, but yeah. So. Oh, that reminds me. Before I leave, I do want to have you order for me a Nicolas Cage movie, an old school. What is it? It's called Shadow of the Vampire. Oh yeah, you told me about that, yeah. And I guess it's supposed to be, I mean, some people say it's his worst work, but I'm thinking, that, that's just how he is. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just how he rolls. I still think it'd be great to put him and Keanu Reeves in the same movie. Yeah. That would be great. If only. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> do that. That would be good. So, all right. Well, hey, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with a short little segment at the end. Um, any other anything you want to talk about? Any video games that you play or anything? Uh, unfortunately, I've been revisiting uh, Bloodborne and Fallout Four, so I really don't have anything to add. That's fine. I do know. Well, I, real quick for you, I've been playing more Ninja Gaiden. That game is hard. Whoa! I cannot. I forgot how hard that game was. I've been playing on like my Series X. Um, that game is hard. I mean, it's really hard. Uh, I forgot how hard it was. Um, I whoa. It's a toughie. I mean, it really is. I still never learned how to parry in Dark Souls 3, so... Mm. <laughs> you well, know, this, I mean, the Ninja Gaiden knows like crap, so it's been it's been hard, but... Um, I, I do enjoy those games. They are just a lot of fun. They really are. And it's kind of, you get that rush whenever you beat a stage, a level that's like, oh, just like you do in, you know, in the Bloodborne and the Demon Souls. And the Dark Souls, like, oh, I beat this part, now I can move on. It's a great feeling. Pretty slaughter. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's a great feeling, but yeah, I've been playing more of that, so. Yeah, all right, well, um, we will go ahead. Oh, wait, oh, other game, sorry. Um, Hired Gun, Warhammer. Played more of that. It's a hard game. You have the dog, it's a Mastiff, and you're shooting a bunch of people. It's like Doom, it's a lot like Doom. It's a great fun game, but it is hard. Um, I'm finding more, kind of like there's a point where I play some games, I'm like, this is hard, I need to go back, and I wonder if I'm just not, my Twitch reflexes aren't as good as what it used to be. So I have to, you know, level up my character because I'm just physically not able to sometimes. I've wondered that. All right, well, hey, we're going to take a break, and we will be back. All right, bye. Later. We are back. Midnight 30 Podcast. Hey, Jeremy. What's up? You know, it's a really nice night. It's not that hot. I did I did try to cool down the shop before you got here. Just run the fans. That helps a ton. Right, but I, I don't much mind the heat. It's the cold. That really yeah, I, um, I, I agree with you. I really do. Like I said, I, I'll take the heat over the cold any day. I really will. And again, we've got some hot days, but I'm here going, yeah, but... Man, whenever it's cold, dude. It, it really drops down. It doesn't. You go outside. You don't... Okay, you... If it's cold, you don't want to go outside at all. Because honestly, it takes... To me personally, I don't want to go outside because it takes me too dang long to bundle up. Right. And then when I'm outside, I hate it. I'm not having fun. 
too dang cold, and I can barely move because I got all the dang clothes on me, and I'm just thinking about when the next time I can go in the house. Whenever it's hot, I'm not having to bundle up a whole lot. In fact, the less clothes I wear, the better for me, maybe not the neighbors. And so I'm just here going like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go out there, enjoy, and you can, you can go sit under a shade tree. You can have a drink. You can, I believe, be better equipped. And the thing is, you, you, you're, if it's hot outside, you're still going to go outside. Right. Um, now, with that, I love coffee. If I have a cup of coffee with me while I'm going outside, I, for some reason, it's a mental thing. I can withstand the cold weather if I have a cup of coffee with me. I can do it. But it has to be a big cup of coffee. And I can do that. You remember the winter we had? Uh, uh, last year. Last year. Yeah, like, oh, it was way below. It was like 30 days we were We were colder than Alaska for a day. Here's how it looked from a satellite. Look at wow. Sub-zero winds. <laughs> yep. Well, I remember, yeah, I mean, that winter was... was that was a mean winter. And That's you what my pipes froze. Your pipes froze. We were fine here. We never had anything happen, thank God. Um, but uh, I remember I was prepared because we just had, we had puppies and we had to make sure they didn't freeze because, I mean, you know, we have to keep a heater on them and we keep them in our, our man cave. But, you know, there's that man cave is a sunroom so that the temperature is going to be a lot different in there. So if it's cold outside, it's going to be colder in there. If it's hot outside, it's going to be hotter in there. And they love the heat, but I remember that being very bad. Yep. I hope... I would like more snow this winter. More snow, less ice. More snow, like lots of snow, that'd be pretty. You know, let's stay there for a while, you know, be gorgeous, and then be done. Because I love here at our at our estate, we love it. We love whenever it snows. We think it's gorgeous. I think it's, I think it's beautiful. I mean, I really do. But man, that dang ice. Whew. Well, you don't want to be buried like, uh, kind of like the shining, do you? Um, I would rather take that over ice or cold. Uh, I mean, I hate it because you would look outside and you'd look at it. There wasn't any, well, some days there wasn't any ice and there wasn't any snow, but you'd go outside and it'd be so cold. And that's really deceiving to the mind. Cause like, oh, there's no snow. There's no ice. I can walk out there real quick. Dude, you can't. It's like negative five. You can't do that. No, get your butt inside. So, yeah. Arctic wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, you were, you had a dream, and I would like for you to tell me about this dream because that's something very, I believe, insightful to add to it. Really? Or, I don't know if insightful. I just thought whenever you were talking about, it, I was like, wait. There's something happening as far as video games. I could totally work this in, so. Anyways, go ahead. All right, so I had this dream that um, I got a knock on my door and it was, I opened it up and. Time out, you should start this story out as be me. <laughs> All right, be me, hanging out at my house. I get a knock at the door. Open the door. Who's staring in the face? Johnny Depp. Uh, and he was dressed like Captain Jack Sparrow. I never made any mention of this, but yeah. I was just like, oh, hey, Johnny's up. What are you doing here? And he's like, do you want to ride my hot air balloon with me? And I was just like, I, I kind of looked outside and I seen he had all these weird supplies next yep. to him. And I was like, thinking, what are you doing in my front yard? But, <laughs> but I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. And then, um, good, John. And then he was hanging out with, um, this lady, I think it was Courtney Love. Yeah, of course. <laughs> who else? I mean, who else? I'd be great, yeah. And she's just like, um, if I were you, I wouldn't run that balloon. And I was like, why not? And she goes, oh, uh, when the signs of it, instead of using streams, they use a stack of newspapers. And then I was like, oh, uh, hey, Johnny, I don't, I don't think I'm going to, I can't do it. And he's like, oh, it'll be all right. And then he tries to fly it, and then it crash lands behind my work. Yeah. And then he asked me if I want to come help him pick it up. And then that's when I wake up. <laughs> you heartless left all that crap there and you didn't help Johnny. I know. I was just thinking, you know, I, I, what, how, okay, how do I put that? When you have a dream and something weird happens, it's like you automatically accept it. You're just like, oh, well, this, this is strange. You do. But it's like, you oh, do. yeah. It's like you're hanging out with a person all the time. Right. It's like, oh. In the dream, you're here, you're focusing on 
You have Johnny Depp. You have a hot air balloon. Those already are big things. Tied up a newspaper. Got Courtney Love. Those are like big things. And you're going, <laughs> why? Well, why the hell are you here, John? You know, and of all the things, you know, like all the other <laughs> external weird factors, that's the one, you know. Why are you bothering? <laughs> hey, what's the deal? And your first name basis. Why are you here, John? What's yeah, up? That is so It's strange. Sunday afternoon, okay? I'm resting. Day of yeah. rest. Yeah, you're going to lighten this balloon, man. <laughs> hop on there. And I couldn't make any sense of it. I, I meant to interpret it before I went to work, but I didn't get around to opening my book. Sure, so, yeah. You know, yeah. What the thing you do was. keep a great dream journal, by the way. Well, occasionally something weird happens, and I can kind of correlate to like uh, strange things happening in my life yep. at the present time. But this, I have no idea where I would get from it. Have you found out that whenever you're stressed, your dreams are far more aggressive and weird? Uh, yes. When it gets busy at work, I usually dream about tornadoes. Whenever I tell you what, whenever I'm stressed, um, my dreams every time, every time, they're awful. I have nightmares during stress. I'm just, if I'm stressed during the day, just, okay, that next night, it's, it's going to be, a, I'm going to have a nightmare. Oh, it's just wild. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't had a nightmare in a long time. I mean, bad dreams I've had, but never was enough to wake me up. Oh, really? I, I usually have them about, oh, I mean, certain times of the year, it's more stressful. I mean, obviously around, around the holidays is very stressful. Um, and, uh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a bad deal to say around the holidays stressful, but it is. I mean, holidays are very, very stressful, and I do try and I do strive to like not have them stressful, but they are now during Halloween. I'm good. Halloween's the best. It's coming up too. It is, and my wife and I's anniversary is just Halloween is just a great time of the year for me because there's so many. I have such love for the holiday and so many personal things, you know. And you and I just have such a great childhood connection together with Halloween. No, oh, yeah, I mean, it's just as American as apple pies. So. Yeah, it is, you know? Oh, I love it. Yeah, Halloween is... Mm, can't wait. Oh, can't wait for Halloween. It should be good. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to... You know, the last year we finally did something for Halloween. We hadn't done something for Halloween, you and I, in a while. And we really just went out with a bang. I thought that was great, so... Yeah, especially since we got to see uh, Fingers. Yes, yeah, so we're... We're definitely going to shoot that, shoot for that again this year. I think that was fantastic. So, um, so you, you had Jack Sparrow in there, and this game I play called Sea of Thieves. It's where you're a pirate, and you have your own ship, and you go through and do piratey things. You go to islands and get treasure. You get booty. You bring it back to the guy. You sell it. You know, and there's maybe a girl that will buy gems and stuff. So you sell that to her. Well. <coughs> They are doing a crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean, or the Caribbean, however you want to say it. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I think Carib Caribbean sounds cooler. Hmm. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so Jack Sparrow is in this, and you get to play with Jack Sparrow, and you have Davy Jones, and I just think it's great. It looks very, very cool. It looks like a Disney movie, and I'm not a Disney fan. I really don't like Disney. I really don't like Disney. Uh... But is this, it because they fired Johnny Depp? No, it's because of, <laughs> Disney has a stance of, they have a political stance that's been very, very, uh, I don't like. Oh, so okay. um, I, I've really... Well, don't they always? I mean, it seems uh, like <laughs> somebody dies and when they're farce, they're like, nobody died this part, what are you talking well, about? Well, it's, it's kind of weird because Disney goes through waves of their political stance. So... Yeah, it's where they think the money is. It is, and I don't. And I don't like that. I don't like that they think that way. So I can't stand them. Uh, we had Disney Plus for a year because it was free. Whatever we, I was like, I'm not gonna pay you money. You know, just like Netflix. We did it. We did a podcast on Netflix about how Netflix was saying a whole bunch of that, a bunch of nasty stuff on there. It was one of our top, like top listened episodes. What? No. Yeah. Oh, it was because like, hey, because they were doing a deal where they um they made, they they had a TV show on where they were making. Jesus Christ, a homosexual. Right. And then they had it to where they were giving uh, the one where they had pedophilia. Oh, uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, about. I mean, it was yeah. like bad. I mean, I was like, heck no. And I, It almost seems like um, they just did it for the shock value just they to did. see how much they could stir. Yeah, they, they did. And a lot of people, I mean, they lost a lot of people from it. Um, so, I'm with that said, I'm not big on them. I'm not big on Disney. However, this looks pretty great. 
and I talked to my son about it, and he said, yeah, but, you know, I kind of like Sea of Thieves being its own universe. I'm like, all right, so that's true. But you do get to play around with the, you do get to, like, you know, have storylines and stuff with these uh, uh, characters in, uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that's cool. Well, who doesn't like pirates? Yeah, you know, you know I mean, you get. To, I mean, Jack Sparrow's a great character. Johnny Depp did amazing with him. I mean, phenomenal. He's that's probably one of his best roles he's done. I mean, that's one he's gonna be probably. That's one he'll probably be most well known for. That and probably, whenever you and I think of him, we probably think of Edward Scissorhands. Right. You know, I actually that. rewatched that a while back. And I, I didn't pick on, like, we used to watch it when we were kids. Oh, yeah. We didn't think much of it. Yeah. But then after rewatching it, I was just thinking, wow, this is such a chick flick. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. You know, you got the lonely, and there's like a lonely wife that has like the hots for. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the teenage daughter also kind of likes them. Yep. Yep. She's kind of troubled. And it's yep. Like, I don't know. I didn't pick up on that when I was younger. Yeah, but I. after rewatching it, I was like, oh, okay. I see what they're doing here. So what horror icon is in? Edward Scissorhands. There's a horror icon. In. Well, well, actually, we put it that way. Johnny Depp played in the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street as the guy who got pulled into the uh, crap. He did. Into, mm. you know, oh, you bed. got me on that so. one. That's great. But there's somebody older than Johnny Depp that is in. Oh, oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, oh. The uh, King of Horror. He, oh, why does his name escape me? It starts with a V. Uh, 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 he, he playing the Edgar Allan Poe horror films. And he's uh, house, house on Haunted Hill. Uh, Last name starts with a P. Uh, Vincent Price. Yeah. There we go. Woo! He's the dad that basically created. You yeah. Know. I, I always thought it was cool how he had that little steampunk machine going on. Yes. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I see the uh, you know the Tim Burton thing going on here. Yep. Yep. So. I, I think, yeah, that movie was fantastic. Um, but, you know, uh, I think of Johnny Depp as a... Uh, you know, like we said, um, uh, Edward Scissorhands, and I think of him as Ichabod Crane in Sleepy Hollow. Because Sleepy Hollow is my favorite movie still. The yeah. Tim Burton film, yeah. Well, I had a thing from Christine Ricci, so at the time I saw oh, that. Oh, yeah, she was in that. She's going to be in a... Oh, shoot. What's she going to be in? She's going to be in a movie coming out that you and I are going to like. She's in the cast. Darn. It's something that's coming up. I think you and I really enjoy it. So, anyways, um, is it one of the Rob Zombie remakes? Well, I was wondering if it was going to be Monsters, but it's not. I don't think it's Monsters. She'd be people were wanting her to be Monster. They were wanting her to be the mom in Monsters. Because you know he's redoing the he makes. She was Wednesday, right? Yep. So they're thinking like, hey, make her the mom in Monsters. I mean, it's perfect. I think she should, but I don't think that was it. But yeah, he's his next, Rob Zombie's next movie is Monsters, which is going to be great. He's a big, huge Monsters fan. Like he loved the Monsters. Well, we'll see how that goes because um, some, sometimes this movie can be hit or miss. And you know, yes, and I agree. There's only been two movies of his that I feel like have been bad. Oh, oh so what was <laughs> that one? I have a funny story to go with one of his movies. Okay, okay. Um, I think it was Lords of Salem. My, oh, I never member. watched Lords of Salem, so oh, there great. may be three because I never watched Lords of Salem, so and that was yeah. atrocious. I've heard. Yeah, you're gonna love this. Well, okay. uh, a family member gave it to me and said, "You like horror films? You like this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I like cheesy, goofy, you know, over the top horror films." And I watched it, and I was like, "Okay, <clears throat> there's no redeeming qualities. It's not. There's no cheesiness, the goofiness, nope. horrible acting, the bad, the storyline's horrible." And so I. I I gave it to a friend and I said, here, you might like this. If you don't, feel free to sell it. And he's like, okay, I'll give it a try. And he watches it and it's like, this movie sucks. And I was like, okay, well then go sell it. And then he messaged me back and he goes, dude, I went to a buy, sell, trade DVD store. They don't even want it. They said, you just keep it. Because I guess uh, they got so many copies of it. I just thought that was so funny. Yes. I watched Lords of Salem about 10 minutes and the first 10 minutes was these women around a cauldron which I'm supposing were witches right. I'm guessing were witches and they were saying the most derogatory shock value things about God and Jesus Christ and all this stuff so you're going you're doing this just for shock value and it doesn't add much to the plot either yeah you know I mean? well I, 10 minutes and then I was here going mm, nope and I was done so yeah so I'd say three of his movies that have been bad I mean, that one. And again, I, I, I granted, I have not fully watched it. 
but I have, I know right now, I'm pretty sure I'd hate it. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, the, I didn't even like it. Like yeah, it. and the fact that you didn't like it, that's telling. Uh, <laughs> then the third, Devil's Rejects, and the second Halloween. Yeah, uh, you like House of a Thousand Corpses? I like House of a Thousand I like House of a Thousand Corpses because I watched The Devil's Rejects first, and then I watched House of a Thousand Corpses. That made that movie better. So, now, if I had watched House of a Thousand Corpses first, I would have not liked it. Uh, okay. But I watched Devil's Rejects first, which was basically following the family of House of a Thousand Corpses. So, yeah, I liked the... Um, so you like the first Halloween? I love the first Halloween. The second one, ugh. second one was terrible. So it was bad. bad. I hated it. It was bad, 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 bad. It was. I just thought it was great how he uh, made Doctor Loomis be Alex from Clockwork Orange. Yes. I thought. Well, and maybe, he likes Clockwork Orange, right? Like that's. Yeah, that's like one of his favorite movies. But mm-hmm. I think that's what he does. He like he used to collect these horror icons to play in his movies. Like the guy who played Captain Spaulding, he played in a lot of those like black and white, like killer family films that were mm-hmm. back in the 50s and that dude did a lot of movies like he was in a lot of grindhouse films and uh, a lot of black exploitation films back in the day mm. so Sin Haig had a lot under his belt mm. so that's I think that's why he chose him to yeah. be as Captain Spaulding yeah so, God rest his soul yeah, that was a bad deal. He would have probably made that film a lot better. Yeah, the, that was uh, a bad third three movie. Three from Hell was so bad. Oh, it was, it like, was terrible. Let, let's be as over the top as we can. And I'm just like, uh, I mean, it was bad. Of course, I mean, again, I watched it because there was a. I only got to watch it because um, there was a link on my Facebook that said, <laughs> "Watch Rob Zombie's Three from Hell." I was like, ah, clicked on it, and it started to play. I was like, oh, this is just you know a real like you know the beginning deal. It's just gonna loop. I watched the whole dang movie. And part of it, I mean, I was watching it going, oh, so I would hold my finger and I would just do it in craps. Like, okay, so just fast forward. Okay, there's sit. Okay, go, 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 yeah. Okay, and it was just. Pfft, I think it's crap. more of a western than it is a horror film. Yeah, and. Because, you know, it's like outlaws on the run from the wall. Yeah, but they had no redeeming qualities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they really didn't. I mean, they're, they're guys like. Even like, you know, they're like, okay, they stick together, their family, but they still didn't have any redeeming qualities. They and still were not. they threw in a new brother in there. I thought that was so weird. I know. They heard going, oh, new brother. Like, why? I mean, the guy they picked was a good I, idea. I liked him because remember he was in one of the Tremors movies? Yeah, yeah. And he's, they asked him, what did you mix uh, this? Oh, did you, uh, what did they say? Did you uh, use this DNA to try to make uh, a more... Dangerous gravel, and he goes, I did. It's <laughs> 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 like no emotion. I thought that was so yeah, good. Yeah. But that guy was great, but the movie itself it's uh, bad. It was kind of fell off. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, we talked about you know Clyde Barker and you know, the books and eBay and stuff. I did want to talk about the books of blood real quick on Clyde Barker. I got like 130 some pages left. Loving the book, it's great. Uh, I'm on the I'm on the uh, the story. It's a it's a collection of different stories. So I'm on the story of Rawhead Rex. Which did you ever watch that movie? Can't say I have. So Rawhead Rex is a short story um, of you know from Clive Barker's Books of Blood. They made it into a in a movie, and uh, they also have a comic, but. It's a hard movie to find, and I've, I've found it for relatively, you know, actually, I'm not really cheap. But it's this demon that is buried under this rock, and this guy awakes this demon. You don't know much about it, so, but Rawhead Rex, I'm reading this story. And um, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I read another story just recently in this book about how there's this haunted um, movie theater. That one was okay. That was kind of neat, uh, but man, the book is fantastic. I, I, I've I've never heard anybody be aware of Clive Barker, I mean, except you and I. And uh, I was in Joplin one day, and I was reading this book, and this gentleman said he looks at my book and goes, oh, "I love that book." I said, "Really?" He goes, "Oh, 
yeah. He said, I read that book and afterwards I put it down and was thinking, well, I'm going to read that again. So the fact that, you know, he was familiar with the Clyde Barker Books of Blood was pretty, um, it was very surprising to me. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that Clive hasn't had more movies made like how he, because his, a lot of stuff is more visceral than Stephen King's. It is, it is. Yeah, I agree. It really is. It's, um, it's got a lot more details and I mean, even if it's bad, I mean, did you like Nightbreed, the Nightbreed movie? Uh, I actually thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, I did not. I personally did not, but I think you, I went as you because I thought that you really, 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 really enjoyed it. I think it was mostly the, the uh, practical effects for the costumes and stuff. Yeah. Really lured me. I was only about 15 or 16 when I saw it, so I thought, oh, this is great. You know, yeah. I like the way they looked. And, yeah. Uh, that was probably about it. Uh, it <laughs> because, oh, have you seen Sleepwalkers yet? Nope. I wouldn't recommend it, but you've asked me about that a <laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah, get more and go for it. Yeah, because it's a collaborative effort between Stephen King and Clive Barker. Mm. Which, you know, Clive supposedly Clive has a book coming out. It should have been, I think, it was a year ago, but it's something. Oh shoot, I can't read something. He's working on something. Oh yeah, he's been working on something for many years, but he almost died from. Uh, he was he was in a dentist, and they gave him some. Like they sedated him, you know, to work on his teeth, and he was allergic, and he was in a coma for a long time. Like he about he about died. That's why his book, uh, the Scarlet Gospels, were so cool because he wrote that, and he's like, oh man, and, after, and then he was in a coma, and they came back after the coma and finished writing the book. So he said, yeah, I finished writing the book, and I went back and I changed it after my coma because there's some stuff that I thought about in my coma that I didn't like. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like great. that's awesome. Oh, um, but yeah, his new book, something, I want to say it's Deep Hill. His new book is called Deep Hill, and I don't know anything about it. I just know that it's called Deep Hill, and that's it. He's got uh, the Books of Blood um, series on Hulu. Um, so, and he's been working on this book since 2020. So, I don't know. I would love to have another Clyde Barker book. I mean, I... Yeah, he's good stuff. You know, I'll read, I'll read his stuff. I enjoy him a lot. So... But, yeah. Thank you. Well, soon, Clyde. Yeah, yeah. You gotta see Clyde now. It's sad to see him. Uh, I mean, he's old, you well, know. Well, he's an older gentleman, you he, know. He is, but after he had his, um, his, uh, his coma deal, I mean, he looks... Oh, it makes me feel bad just seeing him because you're like, oh, dude, you're, he's hurting bad. I mean, he's, he looks like he's about, he looks like death. He looks bad. He's just really kind of gnarled and crunched in and he's just, oh, it's just, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, you know, if I could find a picture of him, I mean. It would just be, because you remember how Clyde Barker looks, right? right. Well, I've seen like uh, two different phases of how he looked. One was when he was younger and he played in uh, Sleepwalkers yeah. in the 90s and he had like no facial hair at all. Okay, so this is how, this is whenever. Oh okay. yeah, that's when after. I yeah, okay, so that's Clyde Barker, you know. His voice is always like, you know, very like, dogs like this, you know. It sounds like he smokes like a carton of cigarettes yep. a day. So, and here he is now. Oh, dang. Well, I guess the same thing happened to Wes Craven. He just got older, right? I guess so, but man, when I saw Clive, I was just here going, oh. I mean, he's a, a shadow of his formal self, former self. I mean, it's just... I mean, he doesn't look like the same guy. Well, yeah, like, I think uh, illness taken so after a while, too. And yeah. age as well. Yeah, but oh, it just broke my heart, because I'm here going, oh, dude, I mean... Well, he's still going though, that's good. He is. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, I hope he gets another book in before he, you know, passes. Oh. He is... He's never going to pass. What are you talking about? He is the uh, the devil incarnate. How yeah. <laughs> dare you talk like yeah. that? Yeah, he's, uh, he's got some good <laughs> stories. So. But yeah. Well, hey, anything else you want to talk about before we close it? Nothing I can think of at the moment. Okay. All right, well, hey, thank you so much all for listening. Um, 
like, subscribe. Uh, we're going to have a review-ish the games we've talked about the past couple weeks. Hopefully, I'm going to get them done. Outriders, I see myself getting done sooner. Obviously, Sekiro is going to be later on because I just started that one. Um, but hopefully, some of those games I'm going to start getting some reviews done and just finishing. Because when we do a review, it's like I've played it completely. Right. So, um, yep. Look, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Like, subscribe. Thanks for listening. All right, I'm Langel. Yeah, I'm we are Ghost. Uh, Lego.